Hey, good afternoon, everybody. It is Friday, January 28th. This is Anything Goes Podcast. Let's get it. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the show. It's another Friday, another week gone by. Hey, I've got some interesting news and some, it could potentially be exciting news. And I wanted to get y'all's input before I decide which way I'm going to go with this. So as most of you know, or probably a majority of you know, uh, I record my podcasts on a system called Anchor. And Anchor is uh, a sub, how do you say this? Not really a sub company, but they're, it, it, Spotify basically, I think, owns them. So it's Anchor by Spotify. Uh, and this is their, their podcasting platform, or one of them. Um, having said that, uh, I've been given early access to do video podcasts that can be viewed on Spotify. So what I'm asking you guys is, is how many of you would be interested in seeing actual video podcasts uh, of the show, vice just an audio version? Uh, I think that it would be really cool to do. Um, and I think that uh, I'd like to test it out, but I want to know what you guys think. Do you guys think that that's, uh, that's something that we should do? So, email me at agpodcast13 at yahoo.com. That's agpodcast13 at yahoo.com. And let me know. Let me know uh, if that's something that you all would be interested in uh, watching. Uh, again, it's... Uh, I think that there's some, you had to apply to be in the kind of the early beta testing thing. And I did, um, and just found out that, uh, that, uh, I've been given access to, to do video podcasts, uh, on their, on their system now. So I think it's a cool thing. You guys let me know what you think and, uh, we'll go from there. And, you know, even if you say no, I may do it anyway. Just to just to see how it goes. All right. So we're going to do a couple of different things tonight. I think that what I've been trying to do since the new year started is kind of mix it up a little bit. I know we talk a lot about politics and I love politics and I love talking about politics. And uh, so that's 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 kind of my thing. And as my wife would say. I need to stay in my lane. She said, if it's sports or politics, I should feel free to talk about it. If it's entertainment, movies, music, uh, anything like that, I should just stay in my lane because I never get it right. I'm okay with not getting it right. A lot of times, a lot of the stuff that I talk about is stuff that I'm curious about. So if I'm curious about it, I'm going to talk about it. Whether I get it right or wrong is kind of irrelevant to me. And that's where, you know, fortunately, I have wonderful fans or wonderful listeners who are not afraid to correct me when I'm wrong about something. Uh, as the whole Spider-Man uh, uh, show proved, um, you guys have absolutely zero problems letting me know if you think I'm right or wrong on something. And, that, and I'm okay with that. I'm perfectly fine with you know, I have my opinion. You have yours. Yours might be a much more informed opinion about those particular topics. Uh, but 
hey, it is what it is. So let me know if there's any topics that I haven't hit. And like I was saying, I, I, what I'm trying to do is I'm mixing it up a bit. Uh, I'm, I'm doing kind of a half a show on politics and a half a show on something else other than politics. Now, don't get me wrong. Those other things can on occasion flow over into politics, but that, you know, the intention is to kind of have two separate segments on the show. And, and that's kind of how we're going to, how we're going forward. The other thing I'm thinking about is what about, what do you think about extending the show? I usually try to keep it. You guys know to a half hour, half hour to 45 to 40 minutes. Um, what about pushing it to about an hour? Would that be something that, that you guys would, you know, would want? Or do you think the time that we do it, the amount of time that, that each episode is, is about right? AGpodcast13 at yahoo.com. That's AGpodcast13 at yahoo.com. Let me know. So, again, just to recap, video, podcast, and length of the show those are the two things those are the two questions that i have that i want to i want y'all's feedback on so so let me know what you think now jumping into it we're gonna start with the politics of the week or the things going on in the week that are certainly related to politics so what's the uptick in police shootings lately and why are you hearing kind of less and less about it, right? So let me, and here's something I've been thinking about. Think about this. If a police officer shoots a suspect, right? If a police officer shoots a suspect, regardless of the issues or non-issues or however you view it, it's the police officer. The, the argument is from from the liberal progressives is that it's the police officer. The, a police officer shot the guy. But when a suspect shoots victims, it's about the guns. So square that argument for me. Why in one case, when it goes in one direction, it's about the, it's about the person who takes the action with a firearm but when it's the other way, it's the firearm that caused the person to take that action. And, and that's the argument. You're going to start hearing again. You're going to start hearing, and you've already started hearing it probably a little bit, about the uh, you know, gun control. Gun, gun control is starting to rear its ugly head. Now, why is that? Well, we're in an election year. So... Nothing says let's try to rally the base for a shitty administration that we have more than let's get back to the same topics and the same campaign arguments that we make every single time it's an election year. So, you know, obviously, you know, racism and sexism, misogyny, uh, uh, all these things are of course, constant conversation. So they're going to, those are going to start to ramp up again. Um, 
And now you're starting to hear gun control creeping its way back into the mainstream media, the public affairs arm of the Democratic Party. Now, I'm going to I will say this. They might they are still absolutely the public affairs arm of the Democratic Party, but not so much of the Joe Biden camp because we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, the mainstream media is is actually starting to come out against uh, Sleepy Joe. But this huge uptick in police shootings lately is getting absolutely ridiculous. And they're blaming it on gun control. We need more gun control because too many of our police are getting shot. No. How about soft on crime? How about these district attorneys like New York, like California, who are letting everybody go? Almost regardless of the charge, these no bail or no cash bail uh, states that are putting these rules in place or these district attorneys who are deciding, oh, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to, you can't prosecute these crimes. And, you know, for these other crimes, you know, just let them go out on bail. I think in the last three weeks, I've heard three cases where the person committed whatever crime they committed were sent back on the street and then they either killed anyone or they they killed someone after they were let out or they committed another crime equal to or more egregious than the crime that they should have been in jail for. So is it gun control? No. Let's talk about what is driving this crime shit. They're not scared. They are not afraid that they are going to be arrested and charged with a crime because these DAs are refusing to prosecute. And it's evident. It's so evident because it's it's happening in the states where you have these liberal progressive DAs who aren't, who you know, who are enacting these soft on crime policies and these governors who are pushing these soft on crime policies. So just start paying attention because like I said, we got 10 months until the election and these are the, these are the campaigns. And, you know, I think Democrats are well aware that these are the policies that they're going to have to defend. They're going to have to go in back to their districts, these congressmen and these senators are going to have to go back to their districts and they're going to have to defend their support or their party's support for these policies. And what are they up against? They're up against a shitty economy, inflation, the southern border, the uh, failed leaving of Afghanistan, gas prices, food prices, they're up against all these things. So they're going to go back to what they think is their tried and true, which is anything race related, anything LGBTQ related, anything um, gun related. It, they're going to go back to what they feel is their slam dunk. You know, these are the issues that are facing America today. The problem is, is the American people aren't buying it anymore. The American people are over it.
And that's clear. And this is where we're going to roll into talking about the media. So I've noticed over the last couple of weeks a real shift in the coverage that in particular the president is getting. But even the elected officials, the Democrats that are going on CNN, MSNBC, they're not getting so much of these softball questions anymore. The media is actually starting to hit back at them and say, well, wait a minute, you know, and, you know, here's a prime example. Normally what happens is, is one of these politicians will go on, you know, CNN, MSNBC, whatever, what you know, whichever one. And the questions generally have absolutely nothing to do with, you know, the major events that are going on. It has to do with, you know, kind of around the fringes BS topics, or they are about a particular important issue of the day, but the answer that they give is not even related, you know, a typical Jen Psaki answer where it has absolutely nothing to do with the question that you're asked, but there's no follow-up and they don't press them on anything that they, you know, generally the way I would do the way I interview people is if I ask them a question and they skirt that question and they don't answer that question, the next thing out of my mouth is, well, you didn't answer my question. My question was X, Y, and Z explain to me how what you just said has absolutely anything to do with that or give me the answer to the question that I actually asked. They don't generally do that, but they've started to do that. Now, do I think that the, you know, the lamestream media it has, you know, has had this big breakthrough. No, I think that they're actually just seeing the direction. You know, our country's our country is historically a pendulum, right? The pen, it swings back and forth. I think this time the pendulum sl- swang way too far to the left. Way too far to the left. So what does this swing back look like? How far back to the right, or does it stay more right center coming back? But even right center is a huge improvement over the, over the bullshit that they've been trying to force down our throat for decades. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday um, about this and about thinking about back to when we were kids and the things that started kind of, you know, the early 80s where think you know certain things started getting pushed down our throats then that have now pushed into an you know have evolved over time you know over what 40 years or 30 yeah i guess pretty close to 40 years and they're showing themselves for what they are you know we we specifically talked about and i'm not going to get too much into it cuz i i have a little bit of homework to do before i really get into that particular subject of, of what we were talking about, but uh, we were talking about the push, you know, back in the early eighties, the big push was, you know, the strong leading lady. Uh, but there's been things that have happened over the course of the last 40 years where that's been the message, but they haven't set people up to be successful to actually take on that role. Now they've put, they've put people up to, to attempt to fill that role you know, the Hillary Clintons and 
and the Kamala Harris's, but they haven't really, they haven't really been successful in those endeavors because they've gone about it the wrong way. Anyway, like I said, we're not going to get into that tonight uh, because I do have some homework to do on that. So, but I, I feel that way. I really feel that that's the case when it comes to the messaging that that they try to create. And again, they're patient. This has been over decades that the, that this these types of messages have been pushed through one way or another, you know, whether it be through the education system, whether it be through social media now or, you know, the regular media uh, for for decades as well. So I, we're going to get into that. I think that's going to be a good show. I'm, I'm going to try to get a, uh, a guest on the show when we talk about that, because I really want to hear and I, I have a, an idea in mind of who I want that to be. And we'll see, we'll see if I can get her on here. And because I think that we could have a really, really good discussion about that. Um, I think she absolutely will disagree with me and I'm okay with that. But I have some really good examples of how that has failed the people that they've tried to prop up into these positions and why they haven't been successful. Speaking of the election this year, you know, obviously Joe Biden's not up for re-election. He's only in his first year of his first term, probably only term. Justice Breyer decided that he was going to retire. Okay. So first and foremost, let me say this. I know there's a lot of uproar and, they're, you know, they're anticipating this big fight in Congress about uh, his replacement and whoever uh, Biden's going to nominate. I'm just going to say this. One, I don't think it's a big deal. You're replacing a liberal with a liberal. So you're not changing the dynamic of the court at all. So we already know that he's going to nominate somebody who fits a particular ideology, but they're replacing a person with the same ideology. So I'm not losing any sleep over the fact that he puts that person in at this point in time. What I have a problem with, this is the main thing I have a problem with, with what Biden's nominee is going to be, is Joe Biden, the president of the United States, effective yesterday, has made racism and sexism publicly acceptable. Let me say it again. Joe Biden, the president of the United States, has made racism and sexism publicly acceptable. Why do I say that? Because he said, I'm going to nominate somebody and she's going to be the first black female Supreme Court justice. So, in other words, Joe, what you're saying is, qualifications, best qualified standard, no longer applies. It is about her race and her gender. You've just clearly said that and clearly defined your stance on what your qualifications are to be a nominee for the Supreme Court under your presidency. 
You just made racism and sexism publicly acceptable. Now, sure, you can nominate whoever you want. You're the president of the United States. But there can no longer be an argument from the left about racism or sexism. Because how do you parse it? How do you parse? The leader of your party, Democrats, has just said that the only qualifications he's looking for are she's black and she's female. If that's not racism and sexism, folks, I don't know what is. Not sure you could define it any better. Now, am I disappointed about that? No, because that is a huge challenge point to any of these Democrats who are up for re-election who start talking about racism and start talking about sexism and, you know, women's disadvantages and minorities' disadvantages. No, it doesn't exist anymore. How do you parse that? How do you parse that with what the leader of your party just made his criteria for being nominated to the highest court in the land? You can't do it. Can't do it. I and you know, all you social justice warriors out there. How how do you combat that argument? You can't. Because it's gonna get it, and you know, of course, of course, I think the argument would be, well, you know, he's just trying to even the point. No, you just blatantly used racism and sexism to decide who's gonna fill the highest court in the land spot that's open. So, folks, we'll be back in just one second. All right, folks, so we're back. So what I decided to do here in this portion is my daughter uh, has come down from New York and she brought her boyfriend with her. I hadn't met her boyfriend. And so I'm going to bring him in and I'm going to ask him some questions. Now, this is a complete setup. I mean, he, he doesn't know. And, uh, I've kind of let my daughter in on the, in on the, the joke here. Uh, but it's, it's 100% purely designed to make him feel absolutely uncomfortable. So that's going to be the goal. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it because I know that I'm inside, even though you won't hear it, I am dying. I am dying inside because I've come up with some questions for him and we'll, we'll see how he answers. Now, keep in mind, most of the questions there's, there's no right answer. Like he, it doesn't matter how he answers. These questions have been formulated so that whatever answer he gives, I can rail on him against him. So we'll just see how that happens. So give me one second here and I'm going to bring Brody on. All right. So folks, we are back and I'm here with Brody. Now Brody is my daughter's boyfriend who I happened to just meet this weekend because she came back she came down here to Maryland to visit from New York, and uh, Brody came with her. So, Brody, welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. So, you know, this is just kind of a back and forth, kind of get to know each other. Um, I, I've already told my my listeners that you and I don't, or, you know, hadn't met before this weekend, although I think we talked a couple of times through FaceTime, yeah, yeah. but, you know, that's really kind of impersonal. So, um, but, you know, this is just a good back and forth, just questions and answers and uh, and all that good stuff. And, eh, you know, maybe by the end of it, I'll like you. Maybe by the end of it, I won't. I don't know. We'll see what happens. So without further ado, very first question. Are you having sex with my daughter? 
Well, <laughs> respectfully protected. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm just. We'll, we'll skip that. We'll come back to that one later. Do you drive any of the following vehicles? A Prius, a Honda Fit, a VW Bug, or a Miata? God, no. You'd be very impressed with what I actually drove. It's a 95 Camaro. All right. I, I can live with that. I can definitely live with that. Do you drink any of the following? White Claw, Truly, or any seltzer drink? No. Perfect. So you got two. Right now, you're two for three. <laughs> so we're, we're doing good. What's your favorite football team? <laughs> I like the Green Bay Packers. Okay. That's funny because... You say you're a Green Bay Packer fan, but the two times I've FaceTimed you, you've been wearing a Bills jersey. So how do how can I trust that if you're not, as a man, you're not loyal to your football team, that you're going to be loyal to my daughter? Uh, getting the jersey was the easiest and hardest decision I ever had to make, mm -hmm. strictly due to the fact that it made her happy. <sighs> I mean, I can't be mad at that answer. <laughs> My daughter's sitting here, like <laughs> giggling profusely next to the next to the microphone. So, uh, who's your favorite superhero? Mm, that's a tough one, honestly. There's a there's, so there's a history with my podcast talking about it, recent history talking about superheroes. So, your answer to this may or may not, you know. Honestly, when it comes down to the Marvel series and all of those movies, I will, I will watch the Thor ones over and over again. Okay, so Thor uh, Thor's acceptable. As long as you didn't say fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, here you go. Where do you see the relationship with Ari in five years? Five years? Mm -hmm. um, I definitely see us engaged. Um so you're yeah. telling me you're going to marry my daughter. You're not asking me. Mm, no, <laughs> definitely not that. I just know that I don't think I would last five years without ripping my ears off hearing it from her. Oh, so, so it's because she's persistent, not because you want to. <laughs> but no, I, I didn't come into the relationship with short-term thoughts or anything like that. Awesome. So hypothetically, if you had a daughter... Uh, that is a hypothetical, right? Yeah. You, you don't okay. Just want to make sure. Would you want to be consulted? So you're the father of a daughter, right? Would you want to be consulted about moving in together or would you just be cool with it happening? Moving in with her if I had a daughter. Mo your daughter moving in with a guy and they just like, it just happens and like. Oh, oh. Well, I definitely think that that would have been um, a better approach, 100%. The situation that we were in was me more specific. This is hypothetical, bro. I'm not talking about real life. Uh, <laughs> well, it's... Yeah, I mean, if you're bringing in reality, that's on you. No, if I did have a daughter, I would 100% expect the... To be, to be asked by her boyfriend. Now, in all fairness, Ari did uh, reach out to me and, and ask me how I felt about it. Um, and, and yeah, I was, she's 26 years old. She can do whatever, well, yeah. she, can do whatever the hell she wants. Mm -hmm. um, but regardless, but, I understood, but, like, from your point of view, no matter what, 
like a guy that you've never met, just moving in with your daughter after eight months of knowing her, someone completely random. She never even knew me. She had nothing that she could have gone off of my past sure. history, anything. I was just a completely random person to all of you guys. So what, uh, how do I phrase this properly? What are your plans for your future? Like, I know that you, I mean, I know what you do for a living and it's a great, it's a great thing. Um, but do you see yourself doing the same or do you see yourself doing other things? What's what, what would be your dream career? My dream is definitely it either. It, it's going to involve either trading stocks nice. or, you know, I don't know. It's, it's like Ariana kind of put it in the terms the other day. It's like, it is in some way a get rich scheme, like a get rich quick scheme, but you can also, you can make a living out of it in, in the longevity effect and be financially stable in five years off of it. True. Yeah. It's a hit or miss for sure. Um, what else? What else do you, what, what questions do you have for me? Mm. I'm open to anything. My listeners know full well that I'll answer absolutely any question you ask me. I'm terrible on the spot, but I guess... Well, I don't know. Honestly, a lot of the questions I've, I could have even had for you, she's answered. She told me, <laughs> she's told me more things about you than I could have ever thought about asking her last week. <laughs> and um, I think that after, especially after these past three days, I could just have a great relationship with you guys. And yeah, no, awesome. And, you know, we're, we're open books. I mean, yeah, right. she is a mini me. So probably 90% of the shit you get from her, you would probably get from me too. So uh, I, I completely get uh, what you're saying there. Actually, one question is I want you guys to, well, I mean, I guess it's not so much a question, but I want you guys to go fishing when you come out to New York. Oh, absolutely. I, I like, she. I know Ari's kind of bored out by fishing, but. Uh, but we're going to have a boat. Is it Lake George? Yeah. Uh, actually, I, I don't even like to fish Lake George. Yeah, there's, I don't blame you. There's, there's cops and the <laughs> I can't stand any of them. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely fishing. And same with you with hunting. You know, we want yeah. you we want you to, uh, to, to learn how to do that the right way uh, and everything, too. So we'd be more than happy to have you to come and do that as well. So, uh, no, that's cool. Um, I mean, I guess that's really it. Just a quick for my listeners to, you know me to get to know you better and for them to get to know you better. And uh, if you've got nothing else, then we can go ahead and sign off. I am all right. <laughs> all right, folks. Hey, that was uh, Brody, my daughter's boyfriend and apparently future husband, which, you know, whatever. But uh, I'll talk to you all next Friday. I know this is coming out a little bit late, but uh, we had to we had to do this section. Uh, so it took me a little bit more time, but we'll talk to you all next Friday.